a little birdie told me. Rewind 80s are back in Melbourne, Saturday the 19th of August, 2023. Bird's Basement, 11 Singers Lane in Melbourne. All the 80s you can handle with cocktails. Book your tickets now at birdsbasement.com or for more information, rewind80sband.com. Get your tickets now before they fly away. <laughs> Akadaka there for you Akadaka. guys. Akadaka. Holy shit. What a start to the show. It's Jay Jovi here. Sammy Hardon. And this is the 80s montage, Welcome guys. back for another year. Now we've got another compilation album. Very, very popular these have been. They have been. This it's is incredible. upon uh, our producer Maddie's suggestion. True, absolutely. This one's called Hits of the Flicks. Hits of the Flicks. Not sure so, what year it came out. Yeah, hang on. Let me have a look at the record. But it's 16 big movie tracks. 16 big movie tracks. Now, we all know movie tracks are very popular. So if you're into that, you're going to love this show. A few different things tonight, guys. Actually, we don't, we haven't played a hell of a lot of ACDC. No, we haven't. Uh, this one is called Who Made Who. Um, and this is from sort of, uh, I guess, a bit of a weird period for ACDC. It was sort of a mid-period between their really, really popular stuff uh, after sort of Bond died. So it's from uh, Maximum Overdrive. Have Maximum you heard of that Overdrive. movie? Yeah. That was a Stephen King film. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. This one is famous for being a really big stinker actually. Right. Um, Emilio Estevez was the lead and um, it was it was really quite bad. Mm. It was the the premise was that uh, Earth got caught up in the tail of a comet and it caused like all these objects to come to life. It's really it's you should check it out because it's so bad. Really, right, right. Because yeah. I'd never heard of it. It's fun. I don't know. Emilio Estevez, Estevez did some sort of weird films, mate. Mm. Sort of strange. Yeah. Um. He got voted. You know, you know how they do the Razzies and those kind of yeah, awards yeah, yeah. for bad sort of filmmaking. Like the raspberries. Yeah, raspberries. He he missed out on best actor to Prince who for Under the Cherry Moon. What? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, he must have been atrocious. Yeah, that was a stinker, wasn't it? I love Prince, it? but Under the Cherry Moon. Mm. Too much overacting in that. Yeah. You know. So there you go. So we're looking at a few. I guess a few different ones. This one's a sort of. Weird compilation album. It is. To be honest. It is. And a lot of the tracks you may not have heard of and that's why Maddie wanted to do it because mm. we're still going to do all our compilation albums. Like that is just something we've opened up and you guys are loving, which we love because it was really – we were all connected to that. Yeah. So Maddie being the keyboard player, I'm assuming he's gone to get this to get musical ideas. 
you know, on sounds and yeah. stuff. Bit like Batman, the soundtrack. Yes. When Mum went and got the wrong soundtrack, the Prince <laughs> yeah, soundtrack yeah. instead of the the uh, that's right, the, the sound, John Williams, the John Williams or, soundtrack yeah. that Maddie wanted. So this would have been where his head was at, if mm-hmm. I know my Maddie. Yep. Uh, who made who? Maximum Overdrive. So that was the side one oh, uh, track, first track. Mm-hmm. Now I've put the second track in as well from OMD. Yes. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Thank God they abbreviated their name, hey? OMD. Now this track is a beautiful track. I think it's brilliant and you all know this track. Here we go. Say pretty in pink, but I might be wrong. No, no, pretty in pink. Yeah, that's what I thought. It just too. you just see Molly Ringwald. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her whole head. And who sang this? OMD. Oh, you did say yes. Because you orchestral maneuvers in the dark. I thought that was a brilliant band name because it was so long. Yeah. That I had to learn the words, so yeah, it was yeah. a bit of an effort. Yeah. But they were special. They were special band, and I thought, yeah, I'll learn the fucking. Name of the band because I like If You Leave. Yeah. And that's, of course, a huge period of 80s was your mate doing all these movies. Yeah, that's right. And it's sort of this. And I still love watching them. Yeah. Pretty in Pink's just beautiful. I, I do love OMD. They're very camp. Aren't they, they are very camp. Yeah. And they're also really easy on the ear. Yeah, that's right. And a little exactly. bit quirky. Yeah. But I would – if Pretty in Pink comes on on Foxtel or I'll sit there and watch it and I've watched it a million times but it's got a really lovely message to it. Yeah, know? big big John Hughes film. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're really sweet John Hughes films. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Lovely and message. we were really sweet in these years. Yeah, that's right. He lo- We just were. We were learning about culture. We were learning about films and music yeah. and all that stuff. The Breakfast Club – all that stuff was happening to us. Yeah. Nowadays we get all the inf- information on fucking TikTok. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You could We're be, never going to be there. You could be innocent and be a teenager in the 80s, you know. Um, John Hughes had a beautiful way of showcasing that sort of age bracket as yeah, well. Yeah, amazing. He was really interested in sort of teenagers and that sort of awareness that teenagers have. Um, growing awareness, you know. I realise it's sort of bugging me, guys. I realise I made a big boo-boo before. I said John Williams did the soundtrack to Batman. It was, of course, Danny Elfman. Oh, God. Um, Danny Elfman, you know, you would know um, big collaborator of Tim Burton with Tim Burton. Um, Do you know what Danny Elfman actually looks like, Sammy? Can you see? Not really. He's sort of like a really quirky-looking dude, isn't he? Yeah. Very quirky looking dude. Yeah. But like if you think Tim Burton and you think of what Tim Burton sounds like in a soundtrack, you're actually thinking of the work of 
uh, Danny Elfman because it's sort of Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, you know, Batman, all of that territory. Absolutely. So we're looking at the compilation Hits of the Flicks. 16 big movie tracks tonight. Hits of the Flicks. Hits of the Flicks. Yeah. And there's some rippers on it. So we've just gotten through to If You Leave, OMD from Pretty in Pink. Now, I didn't do We Don't Need Another Hero because we did Tina Turner Celebration a couple of episodes ago. We sure did. And it was a beautiful podcast. Have a listen to that. Just celebrating her life and what she meant to us and everyone really as a kid. Mm. So that was We Don't Need Another Hero from Beyond the Thunderdome, Mad Max 3. Amazing track, that one, babe. Yeah, really love it actually. I love it too. I love her look. I love the song. It's really powerful. It was, you know, this is where movie soundtracks were all the rage. Yeah. Do we really worry about the soundtracks now or do we just put the movies out? I'm trying to think really. Like, Well, I mean, you heard Life at – you've heard the – what was the movie you went and saw with the fucking – no, oh, it wasn't Life at the Outpost. It wasn't. Oh, with um, Scat Brothers yeah, the in it. Yeah, Scat Brothers and you <laughs> came home so excited. I fucking still listen to that song yeah, every day. Yeah, it's great. Scat Brothers I get in my great. car. That's what I sort of Maybe take off. Maybe we should fucking do a Scat Brothers special because yeah. why not? Yeah. Well, bloody um, uh, Batesy mentioned them last, yes, they're last big, week. Yes, big the band. Big band of fake musicians. <laughs> and, I mean. That's another subject, fake musicians. Fuck yeah, fake Who musos. the fuck were the people in the video if they weren't the band? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there's only a few of those. There's not that many. But we could do definitely do a Scat Brothers. I think there's enough there because they were huge in Australia. Yeah. You know. Walk so, the night. Hey. Walk the night. That's right. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie yet. I'm very excited to it's see good. it. It's good. Megan. Yeah, Megan. That's yeah. right. And going straight to sequel as well. That's very good. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're kidding me. No, going straight to sequel. It was as that As soon big? as it opened, it was massive. They were like, wow. yep. Wow. Yep. That takes a lot of time to recognise if they're going to do that, mm. you know. Mm. It was good. It was well done. Well um, are you excited that what's his name's been out in the country, Tom Cruise? Speaking of movies. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not sure if we touched on it the other week. I saw a photo of uh, Tom and Kate Sobrano. Oh, and my I was like, God. How the fuck do they know each other? Of and then course I'm like, they do. They're Scientologists. Exactly. They're Isn't it the most bizarre? It just says a lot, doesn't it? Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. It, it doesn't say. Yeah, I mean, look, the only reason Tom would know Kate is because of Scientology. Yes. As much as I love Kate. Yeah. You know what, Tom? Stick a fucking Kate track in your fucking movie if you're that fucking good. Exactly right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly Fuck Scientology. Get fucking Bedroom Eyes or something like that in a fucking movie you're doing. Put it in your remake of fucking Top Gun. Exactly. Talk fucking business, right? Risky business. It's not a risky business. Mm. The song's amazing. (laughs) But... I, I read into that like I did with the John Stevens and fucking Bob Geldof photo. Oh, read into that as well. But we love them all. Imagine if Tom Cruise went back and did sequels to all of his popular 80s films. Like he did a sequel to fucking Risky Business, Risky Business where, you know, Rebecca De Mornay sliding in on the fucking floorboards <laughs> in his undies. Rebecca De Mornay was beautiful. That was amazing Sarah, soundtrack to that film. Very Sarah. sexy. Because he was yeah. a high school kid having – and she was a call girl. He was like having sex with the call girl. Oh, you know what? I've never seen it. I must watch oh, it. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I it's must good. watch it. A really good Some soundtrack. Some of those movies scared me a bit and I didn't really want to go there. Because a lot of them are like teens getting themselves into trouble. And yeah. like when you were a teen during that time it was like – Fucking hell, I better not have a party and have all my mates over. Yeah, you know? sure. You know what I mean? I don't think I ever would have done that on my parents. I remember I told you I had the I had the our high school graduation party right. at our house. Yeah, right. Because I, I lived on a farm and mm. they fucking trashed the joint. I can imagine. Oh. I just It's good though. But what did your parents do? Absolutely disgusted. Really? My dad was disgusted. Did they really damage shit? 
Yeah, well, we had like sort of fruit orchards and stuff. Oh, no. And, th- and they were out there like. Um, no. W- with a cricket bat, like smashing all no. the mangoes. Smashing all the mangoes Did off the trees. Did you feel shit ass as your kid? No, I, I just laughed. I yeah, don't know. really. No, I couldn't do that to my parents' hard work. I was, I, I was a cunt. I don't know. In, in year 12, I had, I had a tough year. Yeah, right. I had a oh, tough was this year 12? Year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I guess all these tracks are sort of from that era as well. Kind you know? of, yeah. yeah. Oh, very much so. But we don't need another hero. May Tina Turner rest in peace. Beautiful fucking one of the greatest performers yeah, ever. I need to watch this again. I need to watch Thunderdome again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's the beauty about this show is that you will go, fuck, I really need oh, to sit there. yeah. Like you actually know? watch it. Absolutely. I don't know if it's on um, Netflix. I don't know. It'd be on Prime. Well, they'd be flogging it to death because she's just recently passed. Oh, I hope they are. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they always do that. Yeah. There was a thing on Foxtel the other day. I was watching it and Maddie goes, why is there so many Tom Manks, Tom Tom Hanks movie on as he died or something? And someone else thought the same thing on Twitter. <laughs> Like, why is there so many Tom Hanks movies on fucking Foxtel? Tom Manks. Tom, Tom Manks. <laughs> oh, I don't like Tom Manks. Uh, Manks is those cats with no ears, you know. Oh, yeah, love them. They're cute. <laughs> the next track we have is of, well, we call him Aussie because we've claimed him now. And we did this the other night as a request for our gig because we always do this song. Here we go. I fucking love this song. I really do too. I absolutely love it. I don't think we would ever stop doing it in our band. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. It's too popular. It it just resonates so much. It does. And this was actually from a film, uh, Ron Howard film, American film called Gung Ho, but in Australia and New Zealand they rebranded it Working Class Man because True. it was so huge. And I remember this film. It had Michael Keaton. Right. And remember they were making um, they were making cars and the car manufacturer got bought out by a Japanese company mm. and they tried it to shut like him Holden. down. But it's, it's Michael Keaton's a fucking great actor. Another movie I haven't seen. So this is great because some of these shows will entice you to do Yeah, go back and have a look, guys. Great track. Jimmy, I was always insecure about singing because it's Jimmy. Thanks, darling. Maddie's brought us pizza because we've done three episodes tonight. He's such Isn't that a, lovely? He's such a good baby. It's it's sort of the like getting pulled off. <laughs> oh, okay. I wish I could get pulled off and not eat because I'd be a lot skinnier. But I uh, I love working class man. People always want us to do it in Rewind Eighties because. I sing it, but I feel it, man. Mm. And I, it's the only song I've really learnt the lyrics to, 100. <laughs> yeah. percent Because sometimes yeah. you let things slide. Because people know them. Oh so my well. god! I'd sacrilege. You it's just couldn't thing. do it, you know. Mm. Um, Written by the uh, keyboardist from Journey. That's right, 100. percent And Working Imagine Class Man was the movie in Australia. Mm-hmm. Another one I should go and see. Uh-huh. Got a lot of homework to do tonight. Now the next track after that was the Heat is on Glenn Fry. Now, The Heat Is On is a really good track but I didn't put it down today 
because we have played it a little bit. But I love it. I we love are, it too. We were going to do it. We were. And then something happened. Something, we will do it. What we was it, it that happened? I don't know, but we do have to do it. Something happened. That's right. What happened? Timor didn't come to the gig. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Bit of a nightmare when Timor's not there, but we'll be fine. Um, now, the next track was in the air tonight, Phil Collins. We have used that track a bit as well. Mm. The fantastic drum solo in that. The heat is on, by the way. Beverly Hills Cop. That's right, very much so. Really, really good track on Beverly Hills Cop. Glenn Fry did a couple of tracks on movies. In the air tonight, going to that risky business, really risky business. In oh the air yeah, tonight. yeah, 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 yeah. Did not I, know that. I said it was like fucking great, great music. Wow, great music. So, what's the story within the air tonight that that happens? It's just really sort of pensive in parts. It's beautifully shot. Yeah, right. It's like uh, it's like a it's like a music video clip. The whole thing. Like the music is so prominent in it, it's just sort of Tom being so young and gorgeous as he was when he was young and then Rebecca De Mornay being so sort of sexual and severe and yeah. quite dominant over him. The whole thing was like very sexual. Um, and, and so, yeah, the music sort of played a really big role. And so in, in the air tonight has that kind of like, Ten, sexual tension about it. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Well, that was the next track on this album. So this album isn't a very long album. Now, I do have the next track. I'm personally a huge fan of this. Mm. And when I saw – thank you, darling. When I saw the music video, I actually thought this was a real thing you could buy. Yeah, thanks, Manny. You know what I mean? So here we go. Submitted for your approval. A busload of tourists on a road the travel agent never told them about. A road leading to the shadowy tip of nowhere. To the land of the different, the bizarre, the unexplainable. They thought they were headed for fun in the sun. Not quite. These visitors are trying to go home again. But where they're headed is another dimension entirely. One of wonder and imagination. Fasten your seatbelts. Signpost up ahead. As they take a turn into the sunlight zone. David Lee Roth, Love yeah, it. interesting. We were just watching the video <laughs> clip. Interesting. Yeah, we we're just watching the video clip, and it, it's it's a very cokey, overcooked thing, don't you think? Like, like he doesn't actually do that much, as Maddie sort of pointed out. He doesn't do that much to the cover. No, it's it's Beach Boys. No, it, it's just got a rock guitar on it. 
But can I tell you what? For people like me that were babe, like a baby, mm. watching these women in bikinis, it brought the Beach Boys to me because yeah, I yeah. fucking had no interest in them whatsoever. Yeah. And then he comes, and I think this is an infomercial to go travelling with David Lee Roth when I'm little, because <laughs> yeah. that's where my head goes. Mm. It's like, oh, you too can go on a travelling thing with David Lee Roth. Yeah. And I was ready to sign up. Yeah. Because I just thought it looked fun. I can't think of another artist that maybe maybe you can, but I can't think of another artist that sort of engaged humour like as much as he David, did. David, no, that's right. Took the piss you out know, of himself. You know, within a big sort of marquee act, you know, like that. I don't know. You have to think about it. There would have been. Prince kind of did to a certain extent. Mm. Queen did to a certain extent, but not like him. No, he was like he was a real ham. Like yeah, he, he was. you know, he used to really ham it up and everything. Which I feel really kind of undercut Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They you know what I mean? Weirdly, he, yeah, weirdly yeah. he wasn't the. Weirdly, he isn't the right fit for Van Halen. You know mm, what I mean? Well, the Van Halen people don't think that. I know that. I mm. like. I know. It's it's a weird fit. This was very different for David though. Like he was playing the fool and the guy that was googly eyes with all the girls. But But he used to he sta- he was doing that shit with Van Halen and it's like Oh like yeah, I the know. The guitars and like the guitars and Van Halen Van Halen are serious fucking business. Like it's like you, fundamental guitar work. But do you think if he hadn't have done that, Van Halen wouldn't be as big? I think that was part of the the mm, shtick. It contributed, but like really Van you know Halen I mean? is the guitars, isn't it? Yeah, but in the 80s we didn't care about the guitars. Mm. We wanted the showman. Yeah. We wanted Dave the showman and and then we heard the guitar work next. Yeah. Guitarists heard the guitar work, absolutely. But if you were like a little girl that watched California Girls, mm. I remember taking makeup tips from this like, the whole there's a chick there's a chick with brown lipstick and she's got the brunette look, olive skin, and that was my look for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. I've never used red lipstick. I love brown lipstick and she was in the video. Mm. But I wanted to sign up. I said to my dad, when can we go for this trip with David Lee Roth? Looks this, good. It looks good because it was set up as an infomercial. <laughs> looks with fun. All the tourists, you know, <laughs> walking along the beach and walking yeah. over stuff. And is it on the Gold Coast, Dad? I fucking thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was a real thing, and I was like, I want to go on this David Lee Roth tour because I thought he's left Van Halen. This he's is his doing, next job. That's doing, how fucking uh, stupid I am. Tours right? on the Gold Coast. That's right. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to go to this tour, and you know, my dad, if. Loved all the women in the video. Really sexist video but, again, I don't care. I love the fact these chicks are hot in bikinis, especially the one, the East, she was the one with the straw in her mouth, like the fucking farm girls or whatever. Oh, yeah. Amazing looking bodies. Yeah. Like they would have just casted that many chicks but none of them were known. No, They weren't known. But I, I really enjoy the concept and I think – I was hoping he'd go on to do better things than this. But mm. I don't think he did much after it. Well, he did that fucking Just a Gigolo, remember? That's right. Just a <clears throat> Gigolo wasn't my thing. This is what I'm talking about. Same actors in it. The ham acting and – Yeah, I well, I think they used the same guys in Just a Gigolo that were in the camera, looking at the camera, like the fat suits and all that shit. shit. Yeah, but I didn't mind – but Just a Gigolo fucking shits me. Yeah. Became a cover band, you know. He's a funny. He's, he's weird. Oh, he's mental. Um, ve- uh, very fit though. Fuck yeah. Very fi- still very fit as a sort of more mature bloke. Yeah. Head like a beaten favourite. So you actually didn't you support? We supported him? them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you saw him with the short hair or the receding hairline. Yeah, yeah, all but of that. still got the energy of David. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. Remember, I said it was like a, a, a sort of the Vegas version of Van Halen, yeah. which I found very frustrating because. Yeah. Um, it was it was a um, double headline with Aerosmith. Aerosmith were That's fucking right. incredible. Of course. These guys were like kind of the retirees. 
And it's, you know what, it's really hard to keep that. Um, okay, so I can announce it now. Pseudoeco and Simple Minds and Texas and Soul Collection Collection. Wow. are doing New Zealand because this has already been announced. It's been announced next week but by the time this show comes out it would have been announced. Um, to stay with the way that your flavour and looking good is quite hard. You know what I mean? Like it's really tricky to stay youthful and interesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not an easy thing, so. It's not so much about staying youthful or being young. It's just sort of, I don't know, retaining something of. The old self. Yeah. Yeah. Because that forms your act. I don't know. Well, that's right. So there was something so electric about Van Halen back in the day that they just didn't, yeah, didn't have when I saw them. It was like all really homogenised. It was really sort of clean. clean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, It was too clean. Yeah. Anyway. But um, we'd just like to thank Melfi Pizza who are doing our <laughs> catering tonight. Ah, yes. And Maddie. Yeah. Um, love it though. So that was California Girls. Now that was from um, from down and out in Beverly Hills. Yeah. I love his outfits in this, by the way. Amazing. Well. I think you should wear that outfit. Yeah. The next track we're definitely going to play because it is a ripper. Maddie Slade does it really well on his own. Here we go. Fault of mine. So Maddie was just saying to me during the break that his stage name when he first started as a kid was Roland Faltermeyer as a keyboard player. Roland Faltermeyer was yeah. It? No wonder you got the shit bashed out of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Roland was a big name in the eighties, but it meant the keyboard, didn't it? Mm, yeah. It wasn't Roland from Tears for Fears. No. It was Roland the brand? That's right. But I like it. I think it's a great stage name. Mm. Roland Faltermeyer, but I do like Maddie Slade as well. But, yeah, interesting. Maddie Slade's a local one. Yeah, it is. Roland (laughs) Faltermeyer. Roland Faltermeyer. People still try and do that stuff, man. So, of course, this is from Beverly Hills. Mm. (laughs) Beverly Hills Cop, yes. Beverly Hills Cop, yep, exactly. Eddie Murphy, the big sort of theme song. Best thing ever I saw was when he had the beat it jacket on and the pants and he walks past that white guy <laughs> and <laughs>, laughs his head off. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> funny because people in Melbourne were doing that shit. Mm. Yeah, but. So it was like self It wasn't about. No, no, no. It was about Michael Jackson. No, you're too young to know. When he sees the guy. Walk past in the thriller outfit. He laughs because it's a white guy dressed as Michael Jackson. Not about himself. It's just like people wearing crazy fashions. Well, people brought, you could buy the thriller jacket and the whole suit to go. Yeah. And crazy fucking white guys would buy the suit. Like old mate in fucking uh, uh, Wedding Singer. Remember he does it? That's right. The mate. The and that's exactly what used to happen in the 80s. Oh. They got that so right, that movie. People would get the Michael Jackson outfits to be like Michael Jackson, but <laughs> because Eddie Murphy is looking at this white guy, that's why he laughs. Yeah. 
I don't even think his other stuff was out. Was it? Was it? Okay. Did it come out first? Might have been yeah, a bit right. of both. But, but yeah, no, there were a lot of white guys wearing the Michael Jackson outfits. It's the funniest shit ever because it used to happen in Melbourne at the city square. Mm. If you had money and you bought the Michael Jackson outfit as a white guy, you looked ridiculous, mm. you know, because you weren't fucking, you weren't Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, Axel F, last song on side one. Now, do I have the next one? Side two on this record is a ripper. Now, everyone knows this track. It is a beautiful song. And just as I said, Pseudo Echo will be touring with this band in New Zealand in February next year. So get your tickets. They should be available now. Great song. 100%. Love that. That must be very exciting for you. Um, New Zealand, how awesome. You know what? what? It is exciting. Yeah. It's probably the biggest thing I've ever done. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. the fact of the matter is I'm getting older and I'm getting better gigs. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Which is great. And you're able to get away with sort of eating into the microphone too. Well, yeah, look. <laughs> I think we did that all the time. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, it's Texas, mm-hmm. you know Texas. Yeah. Um, Soul Collective. I've tried to bring Texas up multiple times on this show. Well, they're more 90s. Hmm. I didn't have any 80s tracks. Yeah, they did. What? Fucking, um, I don't want to love her. No, nah, that was 90s. I just need a friend. Might be wrong, but I think it was 90s. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I think the first song was. If you say you oh, I think that's nineties. That's definitely nineties. Well, it's not long after before that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to love her. I'm pretty sure they're nineties. Mm-hmm. Might be wrong. Google it. Are they Scottish? They're a Scottish band. She was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm excited to see Collective Soul because I like that was a big oh, song. Oh, yes, of course. That was a big song for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we programmed it to do it in Early Beach one year because we were going to get bashed if we didn't. I Don't Want to Love Her, January 1989. Fuck. Good call. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to get her an interview with her. Fuck yeah, that would be good. Fuck, what year in 1989? What month? 1989, January. Jesus, so okay, so it's a start. Mm-hmm. My apologies, I did not know they were 80s. Had no fucking clue. I knew it was sort of in the territory of like, um, what's that other one? Living in the wild, wild west. You know, like a lot of that. Stuff you, you think, oh, that's the 90s. It's actually like 1980s. Oh, no, that was always 80s. 1989, you know. That was always 80s to me because uh, the video clip was the arms that joined and the legs that joined. Ah, uh, yeah, that shit. Like the. Yeah, that yeah. fucking butterfly. You know, when butterfly you're effects. at school where you painted a butterfly and you just. Squashed stuck, it in your book. You just basically folded over the sheet and then it doubled painted up. Painted whatever a you liked on one yeah. side and then just went. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Love yeah. it though. Um, absolutely excited to do this show. 
Oh, oh, fa- oh, God! What's that happening? Was very bad. Now we should get we should get a couple of um, really good interviews out of that tour. Yeah, yeah. I might take the podcaster over. And is it just New Zealand? Yep. They're not coming at to this, Australia at this stage. Fuck, mate! They should just book a Melbourne gig or yeah. something. You know, yeah. they should just. Yeah. I think that'll happen. Fuck, but like, see, this is the third time that Simple Minds has been booked because of COVID. Right. So, so why get minds, them all the way over here and just do New Zealand? Because like, people have paid for their tickets in well, New Zealand. Fuck, yeah, we'll do like Sydney and Melbourne. I don't actually think they got to that extreme during COVID. But it'll happen, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. In saying that. Even if you young. just do Max Watts or something like that. Max Watts. Pack it out. Is that what it's called still, Max Watts? Yeah, the, you know, the one in Swanson Fucking what Street. a shit name. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be was. fun. Mm. All right. Uh, the next track after Don't You Forget About Me was Against All Odds, Phil Collins. We're huge Phil Collins fans but mm. we're not going to play that. Yeah. Take a look at me now. I'm short and bald, I think it's called. I'm nearly from, dead. From, from the film Against All Odds. Never seen it but I know that Brian Brown's wife's in it. That's right. Ra- uh, Rachel. Uh, Rachel. Rachel Ward? Yep. That's the only thing I know about it. I don't mind the track Against All Odds but I'm just – I wasn't into it enough to go and see it. Rachel Ward and Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Would have been a great song, great bloody thing. Have you seen Brian Brown on YouTube a lot lately or Instagram? Like his daughter keeps filming him about no. what he's making for dinner and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's mm. kind of cute because it's just come out of nowhere, Brian Brown. Like, oh, Brian Brown's around, you know. Okay. Um, now the next track I've got here, I really like this and I think the movie's amazing. This is a movie I have seen and it's a band that really, really does great stuff. Oingo Boingo. They were huge in the movie soundtrack. So yeah. Here it is now. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Sammy, who was the lead singer of Ongo, Ongo Boingo? Fuck, I don't know. Danny Elfman. Oh, fucking what? How's that? I didn't know that. No, I knew something was weird. That's amazing. Now, um, So he's taken this gig and made it bigger. Well, uh, he – this is a John Hughes film as well. Like uh, Weird Science is another sort of teen flick with uh, John Hughes. And uh, it's so it goes that John Hughes called Danny Elfman and and said, like, oh, you know, I want you to write a – because this was a huge thing with John Hughes films as well, that you had a song with the film's title in it. You know, and John Hughes said, you know, the, the name of the film is Weird Science and straight away apparently he got sort of inspiration to write the song. He was in his car when he took the call. And um, by the time he got home to the studio, he had the whole song in his head written and quickly ran in and recorded it. So there you go. That's how that was done. So Oingo Boingo have been in a lot of movies. Mm. I know they had a track where the guy dances with the broom in Breakdance, Turbo, dances with the broom. Yes. Now – I was just thinking when we were playing this track, I wonder how rich this guy is mm. or this band. 
obviously very rich. Mate, if you've got all these songs in films. Yeah. And then he would have done Batman. And like the the American contract structure where you get paid every time. That's right. Fucking hell. It doesn't happen in Australia. No. Shit ass. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's an interesting one because, I mean, Danny Elfman, we all know what he's done. I think we should do a Danny Elfman episode, Yeah, and we can look honest. into Ongo Boingo. Yeah, absolutely. And um, because the films he's done, I mean, they run into the 90s and so forth, but like – Pee-wee's Big Adventure, mm-hmm. Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, Big Fish. Now look up Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting, Men in Black, Spider-Man. Oh, unbelievable. Gets bigger and bigger, really. Can you look up Oingo Boingo? I sure will. What because would you like to know? How many trucks they've had in movies? Um, a few, let me tell you. A few, a fair few. Because you don't think you hear them in movies, mm-hmm. but they're everywhere. Um, Dead Man's Party from Back to School. Uh, did the entire soundtrack to Bachelor Party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big band. Yeah. And to just go under the radar like that, mm. you could probably say these guys are the biggest thing in movies and you don't even know about it. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, nobody really knows, you know, unless you're a film bar for a musician, you don't really know who does But I just like the music. Like when I heard the music that was mainly instrumental. Yeah. I would be like, oh, this is interesting, Oingo Boingo. And the name was attractive as well. Mm. So Danny Elfman is from Oingo Boingo. Danny Elfman's the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. We didn't know that. We just discovered that. Maddie would have. But it's really clever that he's gone from Oingo Boingo to his own entity. Yeah. Makes me wonder whether Oingo Boingo wasn't just him. Were there people in the band? Oh, yeah, there were like... Really? Eight or nine people. Something ridiculous. Well, I just remember them in everything. Absolutely everything. And I think if you are a musician and you're doing this stuff, Mm. luckiest musician in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. Especially nowadays where you're getting royalties when the movie's been played, blah, 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 you know? Mm. He never needs to work again. Oh, God That's no. right. God, no. Is he still alive? Do oh, we... yeah, he is. Okay, great. Covered with tats and he's ripped. Really? He's a red nut. So he's looked at, oh, really? Oh, so he's into the Trump thing. What? Is he into Trump? I don't know. A red nut, like he's a ginger. Oh, sorry, I thought you said red neck. Sorry. No. Oh, well, I was getting there. Um, <laughs> word science. Now, this next track, I personally love it. It's a 12-inch of this track. Mm-hmm. Shock by New Order. Fantastic ah, yes. song. Mm-hmm. Also from Pretty in Pink. Are we going to play it now? We are. I've got it here. Here we go. How good.
Shell Shock. I love New Order. I think this is one of their best tracks. Yeah. This is very Depeche Mode. Oh, yeah. Although they would hate that because they, they would have been sort of direct competitors, New Order and Depeche in the 80s. But I, f- I find it really um, interesting, Joy Div- uh, New Order sort of springing out of Joy Division. And <clears throat> I guess like you, you look at tracks like Love Will Tear Us Apart as being, you know, they, they refer to that as being one of the first um, modern dance tracks like techno, like leading into electronica. Um, rather than being disco, you know what I mean? And um, like I don't hear it. Like no, I, I don't, don't hear either. it in, in Love Will Tear Us Apart. I don't either. Um, but I do hear it in stuff like this. Fuck yeah. 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 I thought that was more Love Will Tear Us Apart was more kind of folky. <coughs> well, you know, <coughs> it has that sort of amazing synth line and like Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cure, though. Well, yeah, that, they're English. Not that I'm saying they're like the cure, but the cure I wouldn't call the dance act. Mm. Love it, though. Now, this is also from Pretty in Pink. It is. Yeah. I don't know much. why they've got two tracks on Pretty in Pink. There must have been a shortage of fucking songs. Well, no, there were just two great tracks, I think. And, and that would have been the big, the big film of that year. Mm. Perhaps. Great film. Um, Shell Shock. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the scene in Pretty and Pink that it happens? Is it where she's walking down the corridor oh, to see remember. the love interest? Can't quite remember. I love Pretty and Pink because she makes her own dress. Remember she makes her own dress out of her mum's or the dad gives her a dress he buys and she makes her own That's right. Chinese collar and the pink blah, blah, blah. But it's very That cute. was sort of a, like a big 80s thing, wasn't it? Like it you, was. You kind of um, personalise stuff, you know, like you get the scissors out and be a bit creative. And My mum used to do it. Yeah. The only time I did it was when I got a shorts pattern from Dolly Magazine, mm. which you could make your own shorts. Oh, wow. So I started making my own shorts. And I remember I got like a hibiscus pattern and put shorts in it. Fucking hilarious. You know when you're young and you think you're really fat but you're tiny? <laughs> yeah. And you make, I made these shorts and I thought, oh, I look so fat in them. <laughs> it was fucking tiny. Like yeah. yeah. If there's one thing I can say to kids that are an early age. You're way too fucking hard on yourself. Don't think you're fucking fat. Yeah. But you're because, way too fucking hard on yourself oh, generally you, as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah, well, these well, days yeah. it's a different thing. These days they're actually fat. And yeah, but I think they shouldn't wear. Them. No, they shouldn't <laughs> wear shorts. Um, yeah. yeah, well, that's right. They've, you know, they identify as skinny. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking though when I was little, when I was little, oh, I'm so fat, I'm so fat, and it was something you thought because of the magazines. Yeah, yeah. You just thought you were fat, you were fat, and then. Mm. I look back at videos. Edward's got videos of me at 18. Mm. I'm like a fucking praying mantis. Yeah. I'm tiny and I used to think I was so big. Mm. Like I'd be paranoid about wearing dresses. I'd be worried about that shit. Fucking hell. (laughs) What was I thinking? I know. Yep. This is why you've got to, yeah, you've got to be at peace with your body image. Well, when you get over 50, you couldn't give a fucking flying fuck. And you'd kill for the the fucking physique you had when you were younger. Absolutely. And even if you think, oh, well, I don't know. I just think it's a different world, you know. All right, what's next? Next one is a track that I've never heard of before but an artist that I adore. It's by Laura Brannigan and it goes like this.
really changed in the chorus, didn't it? It was like very challenging chords sort of progression, it just isn't it? Went to another place. Mm. Now, Laura Branigan is another one that really played a huge role in movie soundtracks. Flashdance. She was huge in that. Very dramatic delivery. Dramatic. And the guitars were always dramatic. Trying hard. Yeah. And Running around in my underpants. That's right. Running around yeah. in the night. <laughs> gonna get a fright. Ooh. Looking yeah. around in the alleyway. I'm gonna kill your fuck. Yeah, yeah, gonna <laughs> kill you, yeah. And you don't care, no, you don't care, cause you won't see me behind your back as I get my knife and I make the attack. Ah! <laughs> very go. good. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Here's the horror movie. Now, um, very sadly, Laura died in 2004. Yeah, unbelievable. She died in a sleep at 52 yeah. of an aneurysm. Yeah, that's right. Very sad. Horrible. Because mm. she was an amazing singer. And apparently she had been complaining of headaches for weeks. Yeah, well, that's another that thing. Would be, that, that would be me. Like right. I, I could be bleeding from my ears and go, Really? Oh, that's oh, well. men though in general. Oh, well. Just put a bit of cotton wool in and yeah. go to bed. Yeah, right. And then wake up in heaven. Um, when you turn 50, you get a Christmas present from the government. That's right. Yeah. So I've had my second one. Yeah, I've had my second one, my second Christmas present. Yeah. Birthday present. Yeah. You get them every two years. Was it sexy? After 50. Well, I just can't be fucked doing it. But if I happen to shit on the side of the bowl, it's really a good opportunity to do it. Now, I go and get a colonoscopy do every you? year. Yeah, I do. Good I do. on you. Because, Why is that? Because my In your family? My mum has sort of uh, Crohn's disease. Okay. My grandmother died of sort of bowel cancer and then there's a bit of a history of it. Good on you. So yep. mum said like the moment you turn 40 you get one and you get one every year. Absolutely. Yeah. I just right. do it for the fun of it now. Oh, exactly. But, but yes. um, I, I sort of still I, I did let it um, – Slide for a few years. Mm. I didn't. Do it. I only sort of got it done two years ago. So I'd be due any any moment. You know, the whole thought yeah. of getting. Yeah, I, I, I kind know. of. I was horrified when when uh, like I haven't really been uh, in hospitals personally. Like I've been for other people, but yep. like not really for yep. myself that much. Yep. And so the thought of fucking going in and getting surgery or procedures yeah. or whatever yeah. freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, of course. So when they started putting me under and they asked you to, to fucking count backwards from ten and all of that oh, shit. Oh, so you had the col- – yeah, because you have to go to sleep, don't you? Yeah. I started panicking as I was going under. And so like, you know, like, no, no, no like that kind of shit. Really? Yeah. And, oh, babe. Um, because it was all happening too quickly, they, I just felt like they were rushing through. It was just freaking me out. Well, they kind of are. Well, they, they've yeah. got another ten after 100%. you. Oh god, yeah, just ten in the it's hour. It's funny you say that because my dad had his first anaesthetic ever at seventy-five. Oh shit, is that right? Yeah. Wow, that's. And not my bad. grandmother was the same. Mm. Never had an operation. Yeah. Never had an anaesthetic. So dad at seventy-five was freaking out. He had the same thing as you. Mm. Um, and went in to hospital. I went over for the night and we had Ross's dog. I remember we had Ross's dog because he was a bit sick. He's now passed, unfortunately, the beautiful thing. But he was my brother's lifeline, this dog. Mm. And we had Archie and Dad had to, Mum drove Dad up to the hospital. It was a two-hour procedure, yeah, is that right? Oh, two or yeah, three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Depending. then you picked them up and my dad thought, I know what he was like, thought mm. he was going to die. Yeah, That's the right. end of his life, having the anaesthetic. As you do if you've never had one before, yeah. you know. It's a huge big deal. Um, and I remember him coming home and seeing the dog and just crying because he was alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really scary, guys, but you've just got to get through that fear. Mm. So anyway, I was just bringing up my dad because he had never had an anaesthetic before, which is pretty amazing for 75. Yeah, no, that's really good. Especially when your father died at 30-something. Yeah, gotcha. And for the whole of your life you're thinking, I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, it's just a natural thing. Mm. But, yeah, get your poo test in, kid. <laughs> and how do we get to that through Laura Brannigan? Oh, because of the brain hemorrhage. Yeah, f- yeah, 52. So 
their headaches, people don't check the headache thing. You no. must have a, um, a bloody whatever. Yeah. I've just started getting used to the tests and shit. Yeah. You know? I could sort of lose – I could lose – my vision in one eye and have blood pouring out of my nose and I'd and still just go yeah. to bed. I'd have an aspirin. Yeah, no, you bed. couldn't do that. Yeah, Can't do that. Heaven, so. No, you have to be really careful when you get older. What's but next? Yeah, Laura, no, that was it. That was the whole show. So after Holy Laura Brannigan, we had – that was Hot Night by Laura Brannigan, by the way, and the movie was Ghostbusters. Yes. Do you remember it? No. Me either. Would have made it much better to watch. Uh, we that will do a Laura Brunigan special. I think she's worth doing a special on because her life was cut very short. Same age as me, mate. Remember the opening? It's my favourite. The best bit of the Ghostbusters is the opening sequence where there's the, the, the fucking ghost in the library. Right. Remember they go down and she's like. Never she's seen like Ghostbusters. Re- she's resorting books and everything. And they're like, you know, maybe we should reach out to her. Maybe try, tr- try to communicate. And they, they try to talk to her and she turns around like, shh, remember? And then like <laughs> they're going to pounce on her and she turns into a banshee like, yeah! like wow. completely fucking different, remember? It's so good. you got to watch it. you got to so watch Maddie's it on YouTube. So seen it. I've seen, what did we see at the movies, Ghostbusters 3? Oh, the recent, yeah, yeah 3. That was the first I've ever seen of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Was never interested. You could completely skip and never watch the one with yeah. Kristen Wiig. Yep. So the next track was also Together in Electric Dreams by Phil Oakley and Georgie Moretta. We've That's played right. that a bit. Love oh, that. Yeah, yeah we've played it's that all right. Played that before. It's with the white dog, isn't it? Yep. Oh, no, no. The next one, no. Together in Electric Dreams is about the computer. That's right, from That's Electric right. Dreams, the film. Cute film, never seen it. Then we've got um, Never Ending Story from yeah. Never Ending Story by Lamal. Huge Georgia hit. Georgia Made my kids watch it the other day. Did you? Yeah. Did in, they like in, it? They did. They loved it. Wow. It was so, like, heaps younger than them, but because it was an 80s film, they were like. And, and I, I often find 80s films are... They intend to be innocent, but they're actually more full Scary, on. Scary, yeah. For the kids today. Yeah. Um, and then this album finishes with To Be or Not To Be by Mel Brooks. From To Be or but Not To Be. You asked me if it could go on and I said no. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of Mel Brooks. Yeah. But I've never seen To Be or Not To Be either. Mm. Yeah. What year did this come out? We don't know. Hits of the Flicks. Hits of the Flicks. Flick your own flick. Have flick a flick. Flick your flicker. Have a hit hit your flick. I'll never forget, I think it was Australian Idol or The Voice or one of those fucking stupid shows and Demi Lovato came on and we had a, a fucking talk chat thing going on with all me and my friend. Shocking. She looked herself. 1987. Radio, great. She looked herself in the mirror and then she walked away from the mirror and she touched her vagina and flicked it. And one of my homosexual friends went, did she just flick her bean? And I thought that was the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> so every time I hear flick, I, it reminds me of Demi Lovato flicking her own bean. Flicking her bean. On fucking Australian television show. <laughs> oh, God. But did she just flick her bean? She's a disgrace. Like it was, she is a disgrace. <laughs> I don't care how she fucking sings. <laughs> She'll never be Laura Brannigan. Good on you guys. We're going to wrap it up. Absolutely. This, um, and of course, another compilation album. If you have a compilation album that was very special to you from the 80s and you remember, please contact us on our social media and let us know. But better than that, actually go on the streaming service that you listen to our show on, whether it's Spotify or iTunes, et cetera, because there will be a sort of comments yeah, section Spotify, under the episode. Yep, yep. And let us know within that because it helps our ratings if you do it yeah. that way. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Like, 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 share, share, yeah, share. Yeah, please do. Rate and review, guys. Very important. And um, become a subscriber. Become a Patreon. That's the best thing you can do. Mm. For as little as $1.50 a month and for $10 a month, get the extra episodes. Get a few episodes, yeah. Um, now we've had some fantastic subscribers of late and some 
fantastic Patreons of late mm. that have just given us a dollar fifty, but that goes so far, you know. That's because right. it's such a worldwide medium. You get a hundred of those, yeah. you're laughing, you know. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, people that are coming to Northcote Theatre, the twenty first of October, please buy your tickets. Yep. Because we are going to have one hell of a night there on the 21st of October with DJ Grandmaster Bates and the Rewind 80s band and it's going to be four and a half hours of 80s music. We're getting topless waitresses. I wish. Yeah. If we can, if you buy tickets, we'll get fucking whatever you want. <laughs> but um, no, look, we've already sold 180 tickets so we need, I'd like to see eight to 900 there. Great. That would be a party. And you remember, guys, you're going to meet the love of your life at this night if you're single. That's right. Because it's. You don't meet people organically anymore, you know. You can shag them out the car park. You don't even have to. And there to is a car park too. Commit That's to going right. home with them. <laughs> yeah, you don't. But um, it's like the fantastic show. If you've got an a, a, a band, a album you want us to do, I've thought of um, a couple that I'd like to do that I think we'll do eventually. But there's so many or any ideas for a show, you know. Get in touch, guys. Mm. Happens every week. We get sort of new inspiration, especially from you guys. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Big hello to all of our subscribers and patrons all around the world, guys. And if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal.